Welcome to another episode of Get to Know a Blue Gator. Joining me today is Ascension alumni, upper school English teacher, yearbook and journalism sponsor, Shom Desgupta. This busy guy was born in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and was raised here in Lafayette, Louisiana. His family moved here when he was just one year old. Just a few years later would be his first encounter with Ascension. Shom has been an educator for about 10 years and has taught 7th grade through collegiate level. In addition to serving as a Poetry Out Loud coordinator in the past, Shom is also a published author and writer and a series editor for an online magazine that puts together a yearly list of noticeable, well-written stories under a thousand words. We're so happy to have you back on campus and part of our Blue Gator family as a faculty <laughs> member. Um, I want to start with, because I don't really know your history, so um, I, I mentioned in the, the intro that you moved here and then you, you became a student at Ascension, so what grade did you enter Ascension and what year was that? That, that was, okay, so I was kind of thinking about this, so that was, we came to Ascension first grade, my brother was three years old, three years older, okay. um, so he had already been to this campus, and then from first grade to fifth grade. Okay, um, and it only went up to fifth grade? It, at that point, it only that went point. up to fifth grade. There wasn't the high school or anything like that. So uh, we'd, uh, we actually, from Ascension, we all moved to Manchester, UK for a year. So oh. that's where I had my sixth grade year, which is a completely different experience because Ascension was such a small school. I went to a school that had, you know, thousands, you know, like much, much different than what I was used to. Yeah. And from the, after that, when we came back, we joined, you know, went to ESA. That was the okay. school available from, from Ascension. What yeah. brought your family to Manchester? Uh, my dad was taking a sabbatical. He was teaching. Oh. <clears throat> he's a, he was a college professor, so he was teaching one year in, in UMIST, uh, the University of Manchester uh, um, University there, college there. And... Uh, it was I mean, an insane experience. I was definitely homesick, but I eventually got used to it. You yeah. know, um, it's funny because we always think about the accent. So, the, you know, for me, they definitely my accent definitely stood out to them as opposed to their accent sticking out to me. And I yeah. still remember they'd always make fun of me for saying yes, ma'am, because they don't say that there. They say yes, miss. So uh, they always say, "What are you, a cowboy?" <laughs> and then, uh, uh, but sure enough, I had, was able to get a, a good group of friends and playing street cricket was always fun and interesting. Played rugby for the first time. I was, I mean, I'm, I was very, very small and short back then, so uh, to uh, find ways to kind of maneuver around when, when playing these kind of sports, but. Uh, looking back at it, definitely very, very thankful for that situation. It was just it's it a nice experience not knowing that I had that under my belt, um, and then coming back to the U.S. was was definitely much welcomed. <laughs> <laughs> but give you, I'm sure, a different appreciation. It does for this yeah. area and this culture, which is so unique. Definitely. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, yeah. The, I mean, the things that you know, the food, the, the people. I don't think you have a nicer. A uh, group of people than down here in, in Lafayette, yeah. you know, and in, in deep south. So uh, definitely, when I came back, it was it was nice to it was it was home again. Yeah, you know? Manchester yeah. was just kind of a, a year away, but Lafayette was home. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Well, that's really cool. Um, so how I know you you've now are back at Ascension, right? Yeah. <laughs> so how how has it changed, or do you have any like traditions that you still see? And then are there any faculty still here? Yeah. Well, I mean, the I remember when I had to bring in all, you know the paperwork and all the forms to the mm -hmm. downtown campus when I was just uh, um, starting here as a teacher, 
And then sure enough, at the front desk was Miss Rita. Rita. Yeah, of course. And I mean, automatically, like memories of you know pulling out splinters and teeth, I teeth as well. <laughs> and the thing is, um, her office, of course, some things had moved. Like her office now used to be the library. Okay. And her uh, her office was kind of I don't know which maybe um, near the fifth or sixth grade classes facing the playground. Okay. I think okay. that's where it was before. Yeah. Um, and and my mo- my mom was always late in picking me up. So and me and a group of other friends, like we had like two or three friends who would always had to stay after uh, all the all the cars left. Yeah. So we'd go into Miss Rita's office and just hang out, wait till our parents <laughs> come pick us up. <laughs> so she- yeah, that's definitely. I mean, and I just we just had the uh, chili the, the chili, chili cook cook-off. cook-off and. I ran into Miss Barbados, and she was yes. my second grade teacher, and, oh, I, and, wow. I, and I still have very, very fond memories of that class. You know, especially. she hired me. So no kidding. In two thousand five, oh, wow. I was just a baby. I was twenty two, coming out of wow, wow, wow. Uh, college, and uh, and she was the one that interviewed me yeah. and took a chance on me because yeah, I was just twenty two. Yeah. You know, I didn't have much experience under my belt. Right. Um, and so, yeah, she hired me, and that's, yeah, so she was really my cool. she was my boss. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> she's so no, she's she, I mean, again. I've told her like you're one of my favorite teachers, and uh, I remember going to we took a trip to the New Orleans Zoo, and that was that was a very much a fond memory for that particular grade. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> that, that's awesome. Those are, yeah, those are the two that particularly I remember, and that I I would see every now and then, especially this week. Coach Amber. He wasn't here, huh? I, d- I don't I think remember. He came in 95. Maybe that was, yeah. I think okay. I le- the way I remembered is I, the year I graduated was the second year that the Chicago Bulls won their championship. <laughs> okay. So I think that was like the 92 season. Okay. And so okay. that was when we, we had moved, uh, or went into sixth grade and moved to, moved to England. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. What about tradition? I know they did y'all do the DC trip? Well, that's the, that's the first and one thing I remember. Yeah. yeah. If, as far as like the. What you look forward to when you get to fifth grade yes. is the uh, Washington D.C. trip. And I wonder because I remember we made like a binder of like brochures and you know places we went to, and uh, we you know did like, these little activities. I need to see if I still have that binder somewhere around. Somewhere in your uh, attic. The, the main memory, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the main memory I have is we went to like some kind of planetarium with uh, watching like learning about volcanoes. Oh. Um, and all the lava and everything cool. and all that. But that's, yeah, one thing that stuck out, of course, the big thing was going to uh, some particular place where you can buy rock candy. Oh. I don't know if that's still a thing now. And these, like, really <laughs> big uh, gobstoppers. Like, these, like, huge, like, last yeah. for, like, five weeks or so or something. Like, I'm sure it's not <laughs> That's your too... <laughs> Yeah. Not, not the White House. <laughs> yeah, the, the candy. The candy, of course. <laughs> I love it. I mean, a fifth grader. Yeah. Oh, it was also the first time I went to a Hard Rock Cafe. I had never been to one before. Oh. And, and, and like I looked like all my friends were familiar with the restaurant and knew knew about it and um that was uh that was that was kind of a neat experience too yeah <laughs> well, cool they're about yeah. to go to dc at the they're, they're, they're leaving yeah, soon huh? yeah, yeah yeah okay, before cool. Mar- right before mardi gras yeah. they go so right they're before... gearing up yeah uh, will they be there for mardi gras or no the week before mardi gras. We, okay i got you yeah, yeah and then they come back and they get to rest I mean, mardi it's, gras. it's definitely a lot of memories associated just with yeah. the, hanging out with the friends and you know yeah. having a feeling that like like a little small glimpse of like a little independence like yes being, you're on your own a little bit yes. just, you know that kind of thing yeah it's pretty but yeah that's the trip. main probably the main tradition i remember um is that is that dc trip yeah, yeah. 
That's awesome. Um, all right. So, well, then what kind of drew you back to Ascension? I mean, because I, I know we're going to talk about this, but you're a writer. <laughs> right. We have some yeah. books coming out, which we're going to get to. <laughs> um, but what kind of drew you back into Ascension? Ascension. Yeah. Well, so I've always been around, like, t- teachers are in my family. Like, well, I'm academics. My dad was a teacher. Um, okay. He just recently retired after 40, 40 oh, plus wow. years of, reti- uh, of teaching at at UL and my grandfather on my mother's side in India was was also a a teacher and he also taught in England as well Um, so uh, I kind of knew early on most likely that I would follow that path I I mean I was constantly surrounded by books I mean I was reading all the time Um, and uh, and that kind of led into maybe a possible profession later on um, my first kind of experience teaching was being a tour guide at the Natural History Museum here. So that really? I, that was actually like a kind of glimpse into what teaching would kind of be right. like with, with the kids coming in right. on, on those buses and giving tours and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and so um, all, all in all, I went, to, you know, I went to graduate school and then came back and then like this, it was a series of kind of like teaching jobs. I was, my first teaching gig was teaching online. At University of Phoenix, oh, maybe okay. for a few years, and then I taught at SLCC as an adjunct, um, and then somehow eventually I was able to get a, a, a second grade teaching assistant at Lower ESA. I've always been a part of the Episcopal School okay. setting, so I knew I always wanted to ideally go back to the Episcopal School setting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know I, grad, I went to high school at ESA, so um, that was kind of a door in. And then eventually I was able to teach at the high school level there. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you know, um, just as it ha- as life happens, you know, I, I mean, I, I was dealing with some issues, you know, some uh, I was in a very dark place, um, to where I needed some help, you know, and then, mm-hmm. you know, my former basketball coach when I was at ESA and enough, uh, my colleague at the time, Coach Mike Bourgeois, you know, um, he put me, you know, helped me out big time and put me on a, on on the right path, and and I was in rehab, you know, I was in rehab and for thirty five days for. Uh, um, you know, seeking sobriety, and mm-hmm. that moment absolutely changed my life. You know, I, I yeah. mean, I, I, of course, when you're in the in that kind of dark kind right. of space, you don't really know what's going on. But then having to get that clarity, um, so it was it was an amazing, amazing kind of shift in my life. I was very scared. You know, everything I knew, I was accustomed to, used to. I had to kind of let go. Yeah, um, a lot of unknowns. You know, we talk about the fear of the unknowns. Um, mm-hmm. I'm definitely one of those. You know, I definitely fall under that category. I didn't know after I left rehab if I was going to teach again. I didn't know if that would serve as a trigger, if that would bring me back into a dark place. Yeah. I didn't know if I was going to write again, you know, um, yeah. writing was a huge part of my life. But then, uh, you know, after, you know, with this new life, my, my second home was Barnes & Noble. So I would <laughs> sit outside, sit inside, you know, depending on the weather, uh, and just kind of read, and you know, I was constantly job searching because I was unemployed at the time. And then um, I started writing a poem, and I started writing another poem. I was like, let's just see how this goes. And so I was able to get back into writing because um, that was something I really associated with drinking back in the day. Okay. So now I was able to kind of differentiate it. Right. And so I was, I was happy to at least have that back in my life to be able to write because it really was important to me. And then, you know, uh, a friend reached out and said, hey, there's this long-term uh, substitute uh, position opening at a school uh, named La Rosen Prep. And I was like, okay, uh, uh, let me see if maybe I can, you know, they'll pick me on. She said, like, they probably will because, you know, it's a tough school. You know, a lot of mm. teachers go in and out. 
And so when I looked it up, it's one of those schools where the students are sent to after they're, you know, like they're, they're, they cause some trouble, you know, for whatever right. purpose, you know. Right. Um, and so that was my new kind of situation going from like a small, you know, private yeah. school, Episcopal setting to the school where like, I mean, it opened up a whole new perspective for me. And I really think I was, I needed to be there at that time, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, my role as a teacher kind of shifted to other role as a, just as someone of a positive person to be around. Right. You know, right. some of these kids, they ate lunch and breakfast at school. I'm not sure if they ate anything after, you know, and then yeah. you kind of wonder where they, where they slept the night before, you know, that kind of thing. So it really, really put things into perspective for me. And my intentions were to go back the next year, but then um, I, I, I heard of this position opening at North Vermilion, and they said, you know, why don't you give it a go? It's a great school and, you know, that kind of thing. And I went in and it was a fantastic time. Coach Tommy Byler was the uh, headmaster then and gave me a chance, you know, and it was a great experience. Uh, definitely larger than I was expecting, yeah. you know, yeah. but uh, I learned so much from everyone there and very supportive. And then that's how we get to Ascension. So my, my it was my intentions to, to return to, to North Vermilion. And I specifically remember... Driving to Katie and Mall Circle, I was on my way to Barnes and Noble, and I got a quick beep on my phone. I looked, and it was a message from Stephanie, Stephanie Fornick. Fornick. And and I, I, I mean, of course, I was just kind of like look at the subject line real quick, and it said teaching opportunity. So I was like literally like twenty seconds away from Barnes and Noble, but I still just pulled into the parking lot right wherever I was at, and I read uh, read her email, and I immediately messaged back, "Yes, please, I would love to interview." It'd be fantastic to be able to return to, uh, uh, you know, Episcopal setting to be back at Ascension, yeah. which would be crazy. Um, and then that's basically how it happened, you know. Um, we went in and had the interview. And, and by the way, Stephanie Ford, she was uh, an English teacher at ESA whenever I was a student there. So I had known oh. her oh, wow. for some time now. Okay. For, yeah, from way back when. And I knew she was also an author. Um, we would occasionally yeah. run into each other at the CCs on Johnson Street <laughs> every now and then. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, so, and that's that's it. And now this is my third year here, and um, every day, I'm, not, I'm very repetitive with it, but every day I'm, I'm thankful and grateful for, for these opportunities at this second chance at life, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, sometimes it still, still feels like everything that happens so soon. Sometimes it feels like everything happens so long ago you know but it's right but every day i mean uh <laughs> I just walk in and just like this is this is a new opportunity you yeah know? So, it's a part of you and i think you're going through that darkness shows now in such a positive way because i, appreciate I was that. just i was just walking into the lounge this morning right before this <laughs> and was saying that i was coming to talk to you and they the teachers just said how much you light up their day and if, they, and if they don't get to tell you hi in the morning <laughs> yeah. they come and find you because they have to start their day with your smile no, that, so, and they go and it goes back you know you know, likewise, you know, it's just yeah. feeding off that good energy. Right. It's yeah. what you what you give, what you focus on well, is what you get back. Return. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh. Well, I love it. Well, in in that lounge. Yeah. I got it. We got to go to a little bit of a lighter topic. Yes. <laughs> sure thing. But, um, um, I, there was a teacher in there that said that um, you <clears throat> beat him pretty badly at 
chess. Oh, I don't know. And he, wait, but he is very well known for his chess ability. <laughs> so he said to make sure that I brought this up because you deserve the accolades for beating him in chess. That. Well, first of all, it wasn't like beat me. It was like more like the time ran out uh, and, you know, like his time ran out and I still had time remaining on our on our time guest yeah. thing. So I don't know. I've never, you know, played a game where it's time like that. But uh, but he counts it as a, as a win for me, so I'll take it. Um, but uh, but you know, I love chess. I used to be <clears throat> like pretty obsessed with it, especially during um, uh, college. And I, I would literally cafe hop. I'd go from one cafe to another to the bookstore to see if anyone's playing chess, and we just sit there hours, like either watching people play chess or play ourselves. And, and I've definitely. Uh, uh, I very much have a losing record, but uh, but it was always fun. <laughs> well, you got to win it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all that for this this uh, one random win because of uh, by time though. <laughs> yeah, hey, you're gonna take it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, all right, so let's talk about the author part of sure, your life. Yeah. So you said you were always into writing books. Yeah, I, mean, I was and... constantly surrounded by it. I mean, no, no matter where I was, you know, uh, my dad. Um, he's a writer. My grandfather in India. He, uh, you know, when when he would visit, the first place I'd love to hang out with his study. You know, he had. I remember he started a typewriter there, wow. and there's a bunch of books. You know, yeah. of who knows how old. You know, just kind of everywhere. It looks like there's no kind of organization to it. But then he'd be like, "Oh, you know, uh, you might like this book," and he knew exactly, exactly where it was, and he'd pull it off the shelf. And then, of course, you know, at at, at home, you know. Um, it was just kind of instilled with like a culture of the house just to kind of read I'm the same with my brother as well yeah. um and it started off with poetry you know just that you know teenage angst poetry you know woe is me kind of yeah. kind of writing and then from okay. there uh um it kind of grew you know grew into writing short stories and then I remember a friend of mine asked uh this is actually a friend from way back when from Ascension um uh when we were at downtown uh, I ran into him at Reds one day, and he said, "Hey, how are you doing? You know, we're catching up." And he goes, "Well, are you going to write? Uh, when are you going to write your novel?" You know, and I, uh-huh. at that point, it had never occurred to me to to actually write something full length. You know, something bigger than like a short story or a poem, and that kind of planted the seed. And from there, you know, I've just kind of been writing nonstop. Uh, um, it's crazy since being here at Ascension. You know, I think. I'll either have five, like about a total of five or six accepted or published, you know. And that's also since, basically since rehab when I didn't know if I was going to write again. Yeah. Um, so that's it. It's, it's just a, you know, fun thing for me. And, and if people, you know, I'll send it off to publishers and if they like it, that's fantastic. If they don't, I'll just keep trying. And, you know, yeah. it's all just all about this kind of, you know, writing is something that maybe someone will read and be able to connect to. Right, right. And, you know, you know understand that feeling the same way whenever I read or something you know I connect to it and like I want to sh- share that similar sentiment yeah um, so you have four books coming out I, okay so <laughs> I, I, okay so you didn't let's tell see. me yeah. this when we talked before <laughs> I just well, found out in the lounge <laughs> I have okay so I had two come out last year okay and then I have two coming out this year and I have one coming out next year Okay. I think, um, because sometimes the, the, the years the come timing. Yeah, the timing yeah. all. Okay. It, it, it all. It all. Comes but you have blended. three in upcoming. Upcoming, right? Okay. Yeah. So I have two coming out. Let's see. I have one coming out this summer. It's kind of like a quirky mystery. Yeah. 
Okay. And then I have uh, like a collection of, of prose, like of, of nonfiction and, and, and fiction, kind of a small book um, coming out uh, later on in the year. And they'll be publishing, <clears throat> actually something I'm really excited about, um, Bell Point Press, they'll be publishing another book of mine next year, which is a collection of Louisiana-based short stories, you know. Oh, cool. Um, and, you know, dealing with Cajun culture yeah. and, and, you know, all, all the aspects that comes in, involved with that. And it was probably... Uh, one of the most fun times I've had writing is was writing this collection. You know, like you know, just even making references to you know Lafayette businesses and and or even the surrounding areas, streets, yeah. and all that. Yeah, it was super fun to write, and um, that's what I'm really really excited about coming out next year. And the two coming out this year, that's it's just been a process, you know, of of writing and rewriting and writing and rewriting and submitting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I can't remember. This is probably my. 10th or 11th actually complete books coming out uh, all in all and congratulations yes. and these are all like small presses you yeah, know but independent that's publishers awesome. but that's awesome it's hard to put yourself out there you yeah put oh your yeah your brain out there and then people will like it to, to, not, to, so. to dissect it yeah yeah <clears throat> and i was i mean i was kind of like uh i sub, i started submitting uh early on in like my writing endeavors i guess like to journals so i was really used to rejections like you know you get them i mean you get them you know i would get them Quite frequently, at least. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to speak for others. I got a lot, <laughs> uh, but uh, and that kind of kind of hardened my skin. So, like, if I get a rejection, I just I submit two more out to two other places. You know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Do they give you feedback? Some uh, rarely. Sometimes oh. they will. Sometimes and and when they do, when you do get feedback, you take it. I right. Because right. usually they don't take the time, and you see what works and what you agree with, and what maybe um, you want to keep the same. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 a fun fun part of my life now. Definitely, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm not like it doesn't stress me out or anything like that. It's just if I want to write, I'll write. It's not work. It's, it's not enjoyment. Work. Yeah, that's, it's, it's that's pure. Good. Uh, uh, definitely a, a passion of mine for sure. How can people? Is it going to be on Amazon or? Is uh, it just yeah, the yeah. There there should be some on Amazon. Okay. Um, they just search your name. Bookshop.org. Yeah, if you, I think if you search my name, they'll pop up. I mean. Uh, yeah, this basically, I'm the online place. Basically, I, I originally it was my always my dream to have my books carried to local Barnes and Noble. I love that. I think that's the first right. place I went to when yeah. I got my driver's license when I was <laughs> whatever, 15, 16 years old. I was uh, I still remember that. Uh, to see uh, your name on the yeah, shelf. to see on the shelf, and they had it. They kept some of my books on there for a while. That's awesome. Um, and uh, I think maybe uh, after a while they just take them off the shelf if, if no one's buying them. Aww. But I was actually glad that one bought because I because I wanted to see it on the shelf. Yes, you know? yes. that is like an accomplishment. <laughs> yeah. Just to have it on just the I shelf. I took photos of it. I sent it to all my friends Aww. and my parents and all that. I but, love it. But um, yeah, so that's basically cool. Well, I life. can't wait to get them off the oh, shelf. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> I read them. I'm, I'm a fan of Stephanie Fournette. Oh, I know. Yeah, I've read her yeah. last two, and there's so much. Fun. Speaking great. of writing local too, yes, she has those local elements, yes. which uh, uh, you know definitely put a huge influence of me trying to go down that route as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. So happy to work with y'all. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's <laughs> very authors. surreal. Thank you. Um, all right. So in your free time, because, you know, you're writing, you're mm. teaching, what do you do for fun? Well, I mean, that is That is fun. your fun, yeah. maybe, right? I love teaching and I love writing. You know, yeah. I love reading. So, I mean, that's basically all I do. Um, I try to, I and mean, it comes and goes, but I try to exercise, you know, and maintain that balance. Uh, I'm not mm-hmm. doing a good job of it this year, but I need to get a... <laughs> See if I can find a routine. Of course, catching up with friends and, um, you know, I love watching football, basketball, you know, see what's on, on TV and, 
it's usually I'll have somebody on the background while I'm on my computer, yeah. uh, reading or, or, or writing. Um, yeah. That's it. I, I, I mean, not much else to it. You know, is yeah. I keep it. I love hanging out with my parents. We go out to eat or bring food home. You know, that kind of thing. Nice. <laughs> Just family. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yourself. Family. That sounds and, and great. Small group of uh, uh, loving friends and. That, that's around awesome. it. Sounds like a happy life. <laughs> it is very much. What well, good. Myself. What What is one piece of advice, maybe, that you would leave our listeners with? Um, well, it's one I strive for, I guess, every day. Um, I, I don't. There are days where I fail mm-hmm. in, in doing so, but I every morning uh, and I try to make through the day of trying to be gentle, generous, truthful, kind, and brave. You know, and more so than anything else, that's what I try to keep in mind and. I think if you if you try to at least follow those those you know kind of guidelines or, mm-hmm. or life kind of truths, I guess right. um, they can kind of put you in a in a good positive state and mind and and path. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's that, that would be it basically. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it, and you get to remind it every time you walk down the exactly. hallway. Exactly, I love yeah, I banners. love those banners. Yeah. yeah, when I when I get in the morning, that's, that's literally the first thing I see. So it's automatically, you know, a reminder. If not, if, if I hadn't thought about it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Okay, well, I can't say enough about how happy we are to have you here. And I'm not just speaking for myself. I hear it from parents. I hear it from the students. I hear it from the teachers. You're an amazing faculty member and really bring a lot to the campus. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm just, again, I'm very repetitive, but absolutely thankful and grateful to, to be here and to be surrounded by, you know, great group of people all around you know from administration to teachers facilities um i mean all of it you know yeah. um, we're a family oh yeah, yeah and, and that's what <laughs> makes it enjoyable to come every day yeah, yeah. well great all right well thank you again for spending thank some you. time Thanks. with me <laughs> and i'm going to tell everybody to have a great boot gator day okay.